This is the Marketing Podcast Network. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Stories influence, teach, and inspire us. But what about the storytellers who create them? Uncorking a Story profiles storytellers to uncover how their background and life experiences influence the stories they create. We learn what motivates them, their path to success, and what fuels them to keep creating. It all starts by asking one simple question. Where does your story begin? Welcome to Uncorking a Story. Now here's your host, Mike Carlin. Well, hello and welcome to Uncorking a Story. I'm your host, Mike Carlin, and today I'm going to do something a little bit different. There's no guest today. Instead, I'm just going to talk to you for a bit. Hopefully it won't feel like rambling. It's been a great year for the podcast. We produced over 100 episodes of the show, which is, um, which is pretty phenomenal. I mean, this was the first year that um, I really started treating <laughs> uncorking a story as um, well as like a real thing. I mean, it had always been a hobby for me. And as the year went by, uh, I got more and more, um, I don't know, uh, serious about it. Is that, is that the word? I mean, it's not like I was, was lackadaisical about the show. Um, it's just that I never really devoted, you know, significant amounts of time on a regular basis at it. You know, we started off, um, by interviewing, you know, one person, maybe every couple of months, this is going back to 2013 when we started the podcast. And then over time, it, it the pace picked up a little bit. Um, but this was the first year that I, I started to really invest in it. I, I invested in some outside producers, um, which were, which were great. I certainly learned a lot from them. Um, I started working more and more with publicists. So people who were pitching guests to me versus me going out and finding guests and um, their authors gave them some great feedback about being on the show. And that in turn led to more and more guests. And at one point I had 40 episodes in the queue, you know, ready to go. <laughs> and if I only, if I only, you know, did one a month or one, even one a week, I was going to have, um, you know, a long time before, um, before a person's episode would come out. So I started to release more and more, and now we're we're kind of sticking to a, a two uh, two per week uh, format, but uh, or pace, I should say. Um, but uh, it's been fantastic. So it's been it's been a great year uh, for the show. We've monetized the show, which uh, which is awesome. That that really helps it go going from being uh, you know something like a labor of love to to something that's revenue generating. And um, I'm very very grateful for. Uh, being able to uh, to have done that this year, and of course, I'm grateful to all the publicists who I've worked with over the year, and as as well as uh, all the great guests I've had the privilege of interviewing. We had some very high profile guests this year, and um, it's been uh, it's been fantastic. So uh, thank you all. Thank you, of course, to, to the listeners as well um, for listening in uh, every week. 
Um, but I did want to share a reflection that I wrote for my blog. Um, my blog is is aptly titled "Open Mic." Um, it it gets to uh, the deeper side of me. If you if you want to ever kind of you know understand what makes me tick, and um, you know what kind of my personal feelings are about certain things, um, you can always go to uncorkingastory.com and just look for the tab that says "Open Mic." Um, and you can, uh, you can read all of my reflections, but here's one that I wanted to share with you all on the podcast. And I'd love to know what you think about it. Um, so please, anywhere you can find comments, you know, whether it's on, um, the, the uncorking story website or a social media post, please share your thoughts with me, uh, there. So here we go. Uh, we have a tradition in my house on Christmas Eve where the five of us, so family five, me, uh, me, Mike, <laughs> Nicole, my wife, and our three kids. We have triplets. Those of you who listen to the show regularly have heard me talk about Grace, Patrick, and Maggie, no doubt. They are 20 years old. And our tradition on Christmas Eve is for the five of us to head to the family room after dinner and watch the Polar Express. All right. It's an animated film. Came out early 2000s. Kind of funny animation. But but even though the kids are now 20, they still want to gather together with us and, and watch this film, you know, with with their parents. And I have to say, if, if that isn't Christmas magic, I don't know what is. Um, but if you think about the film, if you're familiar with the film and if you're not, I'll give you a, a little heads up here. Uh, belief is at the center of the story. And the story is about a boy who's at that kind of critical age where he starts to doubt the existence of Santa Claus. Right. Sounds kind of funny. But, um, you know, uh, he does, and he goes on this journey. Um, but I, this isn't a, a post about sort of a, a synopsis of the film. Um, suffice it to say, belief is at the center of the story. And it got me thinking about kind of where our beliefs come from, right? You know, when we're young, beliefs are taught to us. But as we kind of get older and experience life more, they're reshaped. You know, our beliefs are shaped and reshaped through our own personal experiences, and I've had a lot of personal experiences. You know, I'm, I'm almost 50 years old now. Uh, although I like to say I'm, I'm two years away from 50, whereas other people in my family can't say the same thing. But as I, as I reflect upon this year and all of the experiences I've had this year, uh, I outlined seven beliefs that I want to share with those three 20-year-olds who are sitting on the couch with me on Christmas Eve night watching the Polar Express. And of course, I'm sharing them with anyone who's interested in listening to what this, uh, you know, now past middle-aged man has to say. So again, please feel free to share your thoughts uh, and your own beliefs wherever you can provide uh, or offer comments to the podcast. All right, here's number one. Number one is uh, the greatest gifts you will receive are not wrapped in boxes under a tree, but rather the time you share with friends and family. Now, my parents always taught me that the greatest gift you can give another person is that of your time and my personal experiences prove that to be true. They support that statement. And the big question, though, is how are we spending time with our loved ones? You know, when we're with our loved ones, are we staring at our screens? Are we separated from true connection? Or are we all in? Are we engaged? Are we living in the moment? The greatest gift you can give somebody is your time. And by definition, your time is limited. So we really need to spend it wisely. So that's my advice, kids. Spend your time wisely with the people who are around you. Number two, you matter. Your feelings matter. 
and be wary of anyone who suggests or implies otherwise. In life, you're going to be disappointed by people. And sometimes they'll own up to it. You know, sometimes, you know, their owning up to it will provide room for growth in that relationship. And it'll provide an opportunity to strengthen that relationship. But other times, other times, people will get defensive and suggest that it's actually your fault for feeling disappointed. You know, they disavow any responsibility. Um, and this is how I define gaslighting. You know, that is gaslighting 101. Importantly, don't listen to those people. Because if you do, you're going to start questioning your own sanity. So conversely, if somebody shares with you that you've heard or disappointed them, listen to them with an open heart and resist the urge to defend your actions. Accept that you may have done something wrong and move forward from there. That will lead to personal growth. So avoid gaslighting. Don't gaslight others and don't let others gaslight you. All right, number three, this is a big one. Surround yourself with people who truly support you. Support is often expressed verbally. You know, for example, I support you. But more importantly, support is a verb. And as a verb, it requires action. Those who truly support you will show their support through behavior. And that will lead to you feeling supported. And while support can also be financial, the best support is felt from people who will give up their time, there's that time gift again, to help you accomplish something, something that's important to you. These are the people who you need to keep in your inner circle. These are the people you need to keep in your corner. So remember that. Support is verbal, but support is also a verb. Number four, you are capable of more than you think. I had so many self-limiting beliefs about myself uh, for most of my life that really held me back. And at some point, I started to think about myself and my talents differently. You know, fast forward uh, many years and, and I've authored eight novels and I'm not even done writing. Uh, there's, I know there's more in me. I've accomplished things that I never thought were possible. I consider myself to be a creative now and I never did before. You know, I was always a researcher and researchers are not creative, are they? I think we are. Um, but we be wary, though, that, um, you know, with that belief that you're capable of more than you think, failure is going to be part of the process. You're not always going to accomplish what you set out to accomplish in the ways that you expected to accomplish them. You're going to fail. You're going to fall. But what's important is getting back up. And there are two P's that should be your watchwords. Those P's are passion and persistence. They go hand in hand, and you should embrace them. All right, number five. We're almost halfway done. Actually, no, we're past halfway done. See, I'm not very good at math. Um, people make fun of me. I'm a, I'm a qualitative researcher. You know, I'm not, I'm not great at math. But here we are, number five. Enough about me. Stop caring so much about what other people think. Now, the easiest way to lose yourself and your identity is to only live up to the expect, expectations that other people have for you. And while you may make other people happy by doing so, you may ultimately wind up disappointing yourself. Every life has a purpose, and yours isn't to make other people happy. I can't tell you what your purpose is, but if what you're doing doesn't feel right to you, even if it provides some kind of external validation from other people, it's time to reevaluate what you're doing. So care less about what other people think. 
I'm not saying totally disregard it, but don't live for other people. Live for yourself. All right, number six. This is one of my favorites. Love is bigger than anything in its way. And now I can't help but throw a U2 reference in here because they are my favorite band of all time. But if there's one thing I've learned in life is that love is not always what we think it is. Of course, it's an emotion, but like support, love is also a verb. And as you blossom into adulthood, you should know that love requires action. And anyone who is not showing up for you in the way that you may need may not be worth the greatest gift you can give them. Get your mind out of the gutter. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your time. So heads up, you're going to make many mistakes with regards to love. Just remember what I said above. Mistakes are okay so long as you learn from them. Also, don't ever feel as if you are not worthy of love because you are. And here's number seven. This is my last one on my Casey Kasem's list. Life is not meant to be endured. Now, my father is 90 and, and you know, of course, he's late in his life. Um, and, and he's fond of saying any day above the grass is a good day. And, and even though that's his comical response to me asking about how he's doing, there's a lot of truth in that reply, but you're not always going to believe it. At times, you may feel as if your goal is to just get by or just get through another day. And over time, that may become getting through another month or getting through another year. So when you are struggling and you will struggle, do the things that bring you joy. Feed your inner child. Dance, run, skate, draw, color, paint, sing, laugh, serve others. There is joy to be found in everyday life. So go out there and find it. Because remember, life is not meant to be endured. So uh, this is Mike Carlin from Uncorking a Story, wishing you all a very happy new year. And again, I invite you to do a few things. Uh, Number one, I invite you to share your beliefs or your reflections on this uh, anywhere you can. You know, maybe it's on uh, our YouTube page. Maybe it's on Instagram. Maybe it's on Facebook. You can find us everywhere at Uncorking a Story. And um, if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. We uh, we gain many new listeners this year. And the best way to gain listeners is, is by other listeners sharing it with people um, that, uh, that they like. So we, we take any and all referrals. Um, also, if you do like what you hear and if you are a, a listener and haven't done so already, please rate and review Uncorking a Story wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much, everybody, and have a happy new year. Thanks for listening to Uncorking a Story. If you'd like more information about today's guest or to find out more about Mike, go to uncorkingastory.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in every week to hear Mike Carlin uncork a new story.